0: Space. <laughs> well, you know, for those of you that uh, remember the old Rod Williams movie, Good Morning Vietnam, you know, that will give you a little flashback. Hey, how you doing? It's me. Yep, you know it's me because you popped on in here on purpose. You clicked that play button and said, oh, I'm going to listen to this. This sounds kind of good. Well, I'm Tracy, the Ace Brinkman, and welcome to another episode of Your Success at Last DNA. Those daily necessary actions, doing necessary, having the necessary attitudes, whatever you want to assign to it. Here's, we're going to give you some a little dose, a little oomph every single day of the week while for my premium members every single day of the week. I always offer a show or two for my non-premium members to give you a taste of what's to come. What do we do here? You know, I get asked this every once in a while. What is it you do, Tracy? I don't know. I get on here. I share a few tidbits, a few learnings, a few insights, um, and hope it helps. I just know that way back, way back in the day, um, I wish I would have had someone offering me these insights. And later on in life, when I found someone inside of books and inside of seminars and then actual mentors, I was very, very thankful. So hopefully I can be that for you. Maybe you this uh, show is going to give you something you need today. Maybe it's something that will ring with you tomorrow or next week. You go, oh my God. I remember what Tracy said that. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about seven important life skills. Skills that are so important, I really want you to teach them to the children. Your children, children you're associated with, your nieces, your nephews, your grandchildren. And you know what? One of the cool things is, and I learned this a long time ago, is that when, in order to learn something, you have to teach it. You have to go out, you have to learn it, you have to practice it, then you have to teach it and I tell you what when you can teach it to somebody that's when it's a part of who you are that's why I want you to teach it because it will also ingrain it inside of you as well but before we go there today's Wednesday what's the question of the day Tracy question of the day for Wednesday is what do you want or need to change for those of you that are new to the show I ask a new question what's not a new question I ask the same question Every single day, but every single day it's a different question. And on Wednesday, we's, we, wheeze, what, that's a good speaker, and way to go, Trace. I'm listening to you two minutes and 45 seconds, and you're already stumbling over your tongue. Anyway, uh, we ask questions that kind of make you ponder things that make you go, hmm, as the song says. But I want you to think about what is it you want or need to change? really what is it you need to change. There could be some things you want to change that may not necessarily need to be changed, right? Well, I want a new car. I want to change my cars. I don't really need a new car. But I need to improve my relationship. I need to get a better job. I need to tell my daughter I love her. I need to be there for my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Those are the things that you need to change. So sit back and think about them. They're going to be different for everybody. Some, of, a, a lot of us are going to have the same things. Some of us are going to be in unique situations and need something very specific. What is it you want or need to change? Anyway, all right, so really ponder that for a bit, and hopefully some of what we're going to share will help you get to what it is you need to change. You you know, here's one of the cool things. Um, uh, My daughter was in uh, all-star cheer for, my gosh, quite some time, a number of years. She's 19 now, 19. Let me pause for a second. Okay, so I'm 19, whoa, right? It just kind of checks yourself. They grow up so fast. But yeah, children can learn to read and write. Read and write and arithmetic, you know, all in school. But there are a number of beneficial life skills that we as parents, we as the adults, <laughs> I say that with tongue in cheek, we as the older people, <laughs> need to teach them because the schools rarely do and these are some of the skills I want to talk about here. These are skills that all us adults need to have and there's a few of us out there that don't. Now, now I'm not talking about you, right? Maybe the person, you know, in the car behind you, in the house next door to you, or in the cubicle two spaces over. Okay? Because let me tell you, if you know of anyone who really struggles with life, odds are one of these skills they're going to be lacking in. That's how important they are. So, let's talk about teaching your children the skills that are going to benefit them through the rest of their lives. And if you just want to teach the child inside of you, that's cool too. Number one, let's start by, well, what do I start most of my shows by? Asking questions. No, it's not being silly. Okay, maybe it is being silly. But I want you to ask questions. I I want you to be curious and inquisitive like, like like you were when you were a kid, right? Oh what's that? Oh what's that? Oh what's that? Why is the sky blue? Right? Why is grass green? Why do cats meow? Why don't dogs meow? Why do dogs bark? Right? Why why can dogs smell so much better than us? Right? Do they really see in black and white? See, if if you can't figure out something that's important to you, you can save yourself a lot of grief by asking questions. Or the appropriate person. Here's one of the cool things. Here's where I really focus on this one. As adults, we want to be more successful. We want to have the nicer home. Or we want to have a nice home. You know, We want to drive a decent car. We want to have a reasonable job. We want to to take our family places and enjoy fun with them. Right? Well, how do we get there? Well, you don't know? Do you think somebody else has gotten there before you? Well, heck yeah. Of course they have there's millions of people that are just a little bit further along the road of success than you are ask them how they get there and then when you get there ask the person that's just a little two steps or further in front of you and ask the person that's two steps in front of you right and then when the person at, that's two steps behind you ask tell them teach them right you can learn a lot by exploring and asking yourself questions one other technique you hear a number of very successful millionaires and billionaires use is um, reading up on the mentors that maybe they've passed away. I'm a big Bruce Lee fan. Love Benjamin Franklin. Abraham Lincoln. I read about these guys, and you read about them, especially if you read their biographies and autobiographies and those that have gone in and just kind of delved into the person and, and then shares the story, you can kind of get an insight of who they are. Sit down on the table and ask them questions. I know it sounds silly, but if you can ask a Benjamin Franklin, what would you do? And you know enough about the person, based on history and reading, that you can almost visualize him sitting there and answering the question. You're probably going to get a good insight from inside yourself via that that visualization. Little woo-woo. Sorry, it happens. Let's go on. We're already seven minutes in. I got, I, got, I got more to share with you. All right. Number two, you want to teach them the ability to solve problems. Oh, duh, Tracy, right? Yeah, right? Life's full of challenges. And, and figuring out how, how to be successful in school, how to, how to navigate a new job, how to find a new job, right? Maybe just simple as simple as making the cheer team or making the basketball team. These are all common challenges that they're going to have to solve, right? Life is a little less intimidating when you learn the process that helps you conquer challenges, whatever the challenge may be. Here's the thing. We as parents, as as brothers and sisters, or as loved ones, we want to solve our loved ones, our children, our brothers and sisters. We want to solve their challenges for them. Well, you're doing them a bit of a disservice if you're always solving their problem for them and not letting them strive to figure out solutions on their own. Okay? I'm not saying don't help them. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying is, as you're helping them, help them learn to help themselves at the same time. Okay? And it's good for you, too. Just saying. All right. Number three, find a passion. Oh, my God. I love this one. Okay? Because, ugh, here's the thing. No one ever trained us to go out and find things that really excite and motivate us. Because if they did, the world would be a much different place, and you know it's true. They don't teach us that. They teach you, go to school, go to college, find a job, make good money, raise a family. You know, and, 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 there's, and there's more to it. You know, love God and, you know, do well unto others and blah, 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 blah. That's what they teach you. They don't teach you to find something that you're passionate about and, uh, and, and well, okay, some of the gurus out there, and I, you know, I don't call them gurus, some of the mentors out there do teach you to do what you're passionate about and the money will follow. Okay, that's kind of true, but here's the thing. Do what you're good at. You can even do a, a good job and find something you're passionate about and uh, counter some of the drags uh, of your job, right? Your, your passion doesn't necessarily have to be what makes you money. You could be one of those people that, let, let's put it this way, Diane. Okay, Diane is a lovely woman, and she teaches special ed kids. Right. Let me tell you, people who teach special ed kids are not going to get rich by any means. All right. This is a labor of love. All right. And, and I, I, I'm not blessed enough to know any of these kids personally. I've met a, a number of of challenged kids in uh, in being involved in cheer. There's you know special needs cheer teams, and these these children are wonderful. These kids are just they make your heart melt. Well, Pan is on uh, further down the spectrum of the kids that she gets to work with, and you should—the way she talks about them is just amazing. You can see it, just coming from her soul. She feels it inside, right? She found a passion. Never going to get rich doing that. She's got to do something else for that, okay? So find that, whatever it is for you. Okay? Because, like I said, no one ever is going to teach you, but most of us were taught about the, you know, working life and work stinks and you better get used to it. Well, obviously, Diane found a way to, you know, maybe there's probably things about her job she doesn't like, but she's passionate about it anyway. All right? Doesn't have to be that way. So, everyone has something they're passionate about. All right? have, I, have I driven that one home well enough? All right. So, what do we got? Oh, my gosh, we're 11 minutes in already. All right. So,. We got questions. We got solving problems. We got finding passion. Oh, let's talk about independence. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I am lucky enough to live in the United States of America where we have the Declaration of Independence. That's right. Children, people in general, they need. but children need to be nurtured to become more and more independent as they grow up. We, as parents, sometimes we love our kids so much and we enjoy all the fun we get to have with them and and teaching them and feeling a part of their lives that as they start to really become independent, oh, say as teenagers maybe, we begin trying to hold on even tighter and then it turns them into rebellious little snots, right? Because we haven't taught them. We haven't taught ourselves, right? Many adults need to learn to be more independent as well. Huh? I'm not saying there's not symbiotic relationships, you know, husband and wife, father-daughter, brother-brother, brother-sister. These are symbiotic relationships where you depend on each other, but in the same time, you're still independent of one another. Does that make sense? Okay, so strive to increase your children's independence a little bit at a time. Okay? Just as, Just start teaching them things. You taught them how to tie their shoes. Independence. Right? You taught them how to go to the bathroom by themselves. Independence. Start. And don't stop teaching them that independence. Let them go. Teach them to be. Oh. all right, And yourself. Okay? And I know you know how to go to the bathroom and tie your shoes. You, you do. Right? Okay. Anyway. Okay. Number five. This is a tough one for me. This, one's hit when, this one hits very personally home for me. Because I had a challenge with this one growing up. Be content when alone. Oh, 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 oh. I was an only child. Um, I was a last-key kid. I spent many, many an afternoon alone. I learned to make friends through humor and just talking to folks. Really? I couldn't tell, Tracy, while you're babbling on the show today. Um, I learned to draw, right? I taught myself to draw, uh, write music. Well, I should say, write words. I won't call it poetry, but putting words together. You know, and originally it was to impress people, to impress girls or whatever. But as I as I grew up, I, I used it as a a channel for being with myself, sharing my own feelings. Right? There's there's lots of things I've written nowadays, no one's ever read, and who knows if they ever will. Someone wants to open up my journal and read it? That more power to them. <laughs> Welcome to the craziness. But here's the thing. Some children are really incapable, some parents, right, some adults, of spending even 15 minutes alone without the attention of others. Oh, my goodness. And as some children grow up, they they learn to attach to other things to find contentment. Ah, It could be buying silly things. It could be surfing the Internet. It could be food. We've seen Those. Video games—we've definitely seen that, especially over the past few years. Oops, sorry, bumped the mic. All right, and, and these can really become addictions in their own way, right? Just to avoid being alone. In with nowadays with you know, the video games being able to talk over the internet while on the video game, right? I'm not alone. I'm with someone. And, and let's be honest, adults are no different. See, so I want you to realize there is great power in being able to amuse yourself it sounds funny just saying it right it makes life fun it makes life easier and it has far fewer destructive temptations okay all right. let me tell you if you find something you're passionate about you could probably do that alone sometimes my dad was awesome at this he was a tinker he would go out into his little shed and, and build stuff wood stuff and metal stuff and you know wood carvings and, and make decorations for christmas just made cookbooks for the entire family. The entire side of the Brickman family one year got cookbooks, and he spent the better part of the summer making those covers for those cookbooks by hand. Okay, he was passionate. He was content being alone. Okay, so anyway, number six. We got two more to go. My goodness, this is a long show. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I think this, I just think this is an important one. It's been singing to me all week. I had to share it. Number six, compassion. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm, I love this one. See, here's the thing. The ability to work well with others and control your own anger. Let's just speak to, let just repeat that one. To control your own anger is directly tied to your ability to be compassionate towards others. Some guy cuts you off your drive, tooting down around, dum 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 dum. You're doing a speed limit. <laughs> Okay, well, you're doing a few miles over the speed limit. Some guy comes sailing down the road, miles of road in front of you, and he cuts right in front of you and slows down. Oh, my God, doesn't that just irk you? Okay, so I want you to strive to be more compassionate in your everyday life. The kids are watching. You're teaching them by example. And then teach them to be the same. All right, so you you get a little upset. All right, step back, wind back right? Be compassionate. It's one of your greatest gifts that you can give yourself, and you can give your kids. Now, there are times when not to be, but, well, that's a whole other show in and of itself. All right, here's our last one. Dealing with change. Oh, my God, this one's happening more and more every day, isn't it? Our world is getting smaller. The internet is just made across the planet next door. Amazon. I can get anything I need on Amazon, right? Well, some of the things you need in Amazon are in Hong Kong <laughs> so the world is changing man there's been more changes in the past I don't know, say two decades past decade even in technology in business in person and personal relationships you, you you can build a relationship with somebody on the other side of the country right that you could not do 10 years ago and you can do it with ease it's like they're sitting there right next to you huh? So dealing with change. Change is one of those you know, one of the constant things in life is change. The only thing that's going to be constant is change. You with me? You get the point? Have I driven it home? And those who are flexible those who can bend with it and deal with change effectively are going to be far more successful and far happier than those who can't. Those that buck that tiger are just going to I don't know, I'm just going to get dumped in the jungle and eaten up, something like that. So I want you to help your kids learn to deal with change. You'll be doing them a huge favor. Help yourself deal with change. You'll be doing yourself a huge favor. Okay, so if we're if we're going to focus on the kids, let's be honest. Schools can't teach our kids everything. Uh, you know, in some ways, schools have just turn into a place to drop the kids off and be babysat. Now, I'm not sure so sure that some schools are even teaching the kids anything but... How to memorize, okay, well, what happened in this country in seventeen seventy six and what is two plus two yeah don't oh, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of schools that are doing very good jobs with their kids and they are teaching them lots of great things, but there are so many schools that are just teaching them how to memorize all right so they're not teaching us some, our, our children some of these, these key skills. That's your job. It's your job as their parent. It's your job as their friend. It's your job as their, their uncle, their grandfather. These necessary skills that aren't taught in school can be the most valuable thing that they will learn beyond their formal education. It could be even more important than their formal education it'll probably help them with their formal education. I'm going to tell you, someone that's compassionate, knows how to deal with change, can handle being alone, right, is independent, has something they're passionate about, can solve problems, and knows how to ask people questions, yeah, they're going to be successful, they're going to get things done, they're going to be building businesses, they're going to be creating jobs, they're going to be happy and fulfilled. Isn't that what you want for your children? Right? So check yourself and your kid for any of these skills I've talked about, your likes are gonna be much better for it. So I'm gonna leave you as I always do, think successfully, take action, talk to tomorrow, bye-bye.